So today we're going to be talking about the abduction of Jan Broberg, or if you've seen the Netflix documentary, Abducted in Plain Sight. I believe it's something you should really watch. Everybody should watch it. I think it's it's truly sickening, but it raises awareness of, you know, just abduction in general and what to stay away from and that you seriously cannot trust anyone. But as a quick overview, um, Jan's family, the Brobergs, Jan was 12 years old at the time, and another family, the Birchtolds, became really close. They met through church and they became really close, and Bob Birchtold got very close to Jan. He showed a little bit more attention to her, which was really weird, but nobody thought anything of it. And they went on trips, they did everything together, they got, you know, they just built a really good trust, and these families loved each other and they trusted each other. But one day, Bob, or Jan referred to him as B, so we're going to talk, we're going to call him B for the rest of the podcast, but B took Jan, she was 12 at the time, he was 40, he took her on a horse riding, horseback riding, like, trip or whatever, and they never returned, and I think that there was so much more going on than what's actually being told, I think there's other hidden things that the Broberg parents aren't saying not admitting uh i and i really want to get down to the bottom of that and tell you my opinions on that so stick around and we'll talk some more about it to start off i want to talk about where it all began so in 1974 at the age of 12 jan was taken on a special trip like alone with B to go horseback riding, and ba- B brought, like, pills for her. She thought they were allergy pills, but now she now that she's looking back at it on this day, she does not remember anything of the car ride. He completely drugged her, and she passed out in the car ride. Well, Jan woke up strapped to a bed in, like, a mobile home, which she did not know at the time was a mobile home. A recording began, began telling her that she was half alien and that there's like extraterrestrial like species living like inside of her and they depended on her to create a baby with uh, the male companion of her choice and that companion would be B and the mission was to have a child with him before Jan turned 16 years old and looking back on it at this day it is so gross to think that B went out of his way and made this recording of him and like put this alien effect on it to brainwash Jan so she was like she got up and she like screamed you know and she found B laying there in another another part of the mobile home wherever she was and she was like I I have to do this I have to do this and the punishment the aliens told her aliens whatever told her was like if you don't get this done before you turn 16 we're going to take you away. You're going to disappear. Your sister is going to turn blind and something terrible is going to happen to your family. So like, you know, 12-year-old Jan, she's easily brainwashed. You know, her brain is still developing. And she's like, we have to get this done. So that's where that all started in the first half. To move on, Jan was missing for about a month during the first kidnapping. Um, 
She was sexually assaulted by B, she says now. Um, the FBI found B and Jan in his mobile home in Mexico. You know, that little horseback riding trip was, they were found in Mexico, obviously not doing any horseback riding. He just kidnapped her. Um, so B blackmailed Jan's parents, Bob and Mary Ann, into signing an affidavit claiming that he had full consent to bring their daughter to Mexico after the first kidnapping. And how B did this was, so Bob, Jan's dad, and B, you know, Jan's kidnapper, had a sex act um, before, like prior to the kidnapping. And he said that if you do not sign this affidavit, affidavit, I am going to expose everything that happened between us. And I think that that's where Bob, Jan's dad, went wrong because Bob was like, oh yeah, no, 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 no. Go ahead, I'm going to sign this and because I would rather not. I would rather you not tell everybody what we did. And so I think that's where he went wrong as a father. He chose himself over his daughter and I think that that, I think it all could have ended there. I mean, it all could have ended there, but, you know... Um, the following two years, B kept in, like, contact with Jan, who said that she was in love with him. Um, she came home from Mexico, and the contact was still there. Well, she had told her parents, she was like, I'm meant to be with B. That's who I'm supposed to be with. And she still thinks this alien thing is happening, and her parents have no idea about it. Well, she was... She thinks she's supposed to marry him. She tells her parents she's so in love with him and that they're meant to be together. And her parents are just brushing it off. She's like, they're like, Jan, you're just young right now. Um, you don't know. And um, so Jan believes the alien thing is still going on. And um, her parents still have no idea. Well, Jan is not the same person anymore at all. She doesn't act the same at home. Her parents claim that she literally just hid herself in her room because she was so furious that her parents made her come home from Mexico. To conclude this story, um, not only was she kidnapped, kidnapped by him once, but another time when she was 14 years old, uh, 1976, B just cracked open her window and she was like come on let's go it's like the middle of the night she's like okay because she at the time thought she was supposed to be with him she was supposed to do this um alien thing with with him and he took her to california enrolled her in a catholic school and he posed as her father um and this lasted for about four months until she was rescued again by the fbi and she still like had connections with her family um she talked to them over the phone and everything but she just didn't come home she was like i'm fine i'm fine leave me alone i'm fine i'm with b everything's fine we're getting married everything's fine um so but in addition b also had a sex act with mary ann jan's mother uh for eight months eight months after the kidnapping after the first kidnapping it's like why how did how did marianne as a mother have get, have an affair with her kids with her daughter's kidnapper for eight months 
I don't know, that blows my mind, but to clear it up, like, she was just incredibly brainwashed, you know, um, like, abduction and all this stuff, like, wasn't really a thing in the 70s, you know, everything was supposed to be happy and Christian, and the neighborhood that they lived in was just so happy, well, she, she, Jan finally realized what was going on, she turned 16, B went to prison after they found her for the second kidnapping, B went to prison, and, um, it was actually a really long and hard-fought battle, but she turned 16, and she realized that, oh, wow, like, I'm not dead, my sister's not blind, my family isn't gone, like, this was fake all along, like, he was just being disgusting, and, so she kind of put some sense into herself, and she broke all the contact with B. She did not further care for him anymore, which was awesome. But it's just one of those things that I think Marianne and Bob, her parents, could have ended a long time ago if they weren't so selfish and only thought of themselves, you know? Um, I think they just wanted... I think that there was something going on. I think that there might have been... I don't want to say money... But I just think there was a lot of selfishness going on. And they wanted to hide the embarrassment. Um, But Jan figured it out. She turned 16. Realized that none of it was real. And to this day, she still tells her story. And I would love to keep talking about it. But I should probably wrap this up. And you should listen to my next episode that will be coming out. And we will be talking more about everything that happened so thank you